the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with a message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational. Grandpa, Grandpa, guess what? I saw on TV that the Bible is full of mistakes. Is that a fact? Did they say how they knew? Oh, Grandpa, it's on TV, so it's got to be right. You have to be careful about believing everything you see on TV. I once saw a program that showed a man living through an atomic bomb blast by hiding in a refrigerator. But that was wrong. But I do trust the Bible, God's Word. It's never been proven wrong. But a lot of people have tried and are still trying by saying there are errors or mistakes in the Bible. Yes, the TV program said that the Bible is wrong to say that Adam sinned first. They said that Satan and Eve sinned before he did. So, Grandpa, is the Bible wrong? No, and I'll tell you why. you got to remember, read the scriptures carefully before jumping to conclusions. So what did really happen, Grandpa? First, it's true that Satan sinned first by rebelling against God's authority. But Satan wasn't created in God's image like Adam was. So Satan's sin wasn't what cursed the earth. Oh, I see. But what about Eve? Didn't she sin before Adam, Grandpa? Okay, now let's look at that. In Genesis 2, 16 and 17, it reads, And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat of it you shall surely die. God gave Adam the command not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil before Eve was created. So she didn't hear it directly from God, making Adam the more responsible of the two. In Genesis 3, 6, and 7 we read, So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. See how when Eve ate of the fruit, Adam was right there with her. He probably heard everything Satan had said to her, but he didn't try to correct either one of them. And it didn't say their eyes were open until after Adam ate. That's why in Romans 5.12 we read, Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men, because all sinned. So even while Adam wasn't the first of God's creatures to actually sin, he is the one responsible for the curse of sin to have been placed on the earth. And that's a fact. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lang with the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association, along with Terry Reed, an engineer, Dr. Carl Williams, MD, and our producer, Ed Salzadel, all directors at SABSA. We're here to reassure you, you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Carl, I'm stunned by listening to that thing. 
You don't actually believe that Indiana Jones lived through <laughs> that atomic blast in that refrigerator? I saw it in the movie. <laughs> Let's just say I have my doubts. Okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> how, but how tough is that for our kids, for our youth, for our society? When they see something on TV, they see something that's presented as news, as a documentary. But it doesn't have good fact to, to it. It's a good question to ask. I have personal witness about a young man in our church, grew up a, from a devout family, did all the right things, joined all the right groups in church. I went on mission trips, uh, joined the Baptist uh, Student Union in college, but became an atheist by his second year. And the reason was he was given a Bible from the atheist group at one of the summer events and the Bible was uh, sticky taped with a bunch of uh, supposed errors all the way through it. And the young man didn't have the background to refute those errors. So most of the time, those errors are very, very simple to, to correct. Some, to refute. Re some yeah. of them have, take some research, but all of them have been refuted. And there's good evidence, there's good resources and I want to plug a couple of books, Demolishing Supposed Bible Contradictions, Volumes 1 and 2 from Answers in Genesis, written by Ken Ham, Bodie Hodge, and Tim Chaffee. And then Confound the Critics, Answers for the Attacks on the Biblical Truths by Bodie Hodge. All three of these books are available through the Answers in Genesis website. So if you know answersingenesis.org, it's a good place for all sorts of creation materials, including these books, to help young people or old people refute the supposed errors in the Bible. For example, one simple one that involves mathematics. The Bible is said as an error because the definition of pi was wrong. It shows how the laver, L-A-V-E-R, laver, was, dimensions was three times the radius instead of 3.14. Okay, so instead of using pi, the actual definition, it used 3.0. But then if you look through the rest of the Bible, the Bible never uses fractions, ever. So they were given, the Bible records the actual mathematics in the way that the rest of the Bible would consistently use. So it's not an error, it's simply the way the Bible uses mathematics. Rounds off. Yeah, I, I, no, I go beyond that with that story. Being a mathematician, what you find, because what they were doing to measure that, that circular C, as it's called in the Bible in, in Kings, was that they were using their arm as the measure of the cubit. That's very an accurate way of measuring things. And so the only significant digit in that whole calculation, 3.14 times 10 cubits, was 1. So the 3 was actually the only correct number. That is an indication of a knowledge of significant digits that won't be discovered for over 2,000 years. That's pre-science in the Bible. Terry, one of the uh, most recent attacks on the Bible came from people who say, well, we found DNA of Canaanites and this disproves the Bible. You had a nice blog on this. What, what's going on? Uh, I saw this article in the Science and Tech section of this UK web website, the Daily Mail, but I think it was a widely circulated story that modern day Lebanese people are descendants of the ancient Canaanites and they used a DNA analysis of bodies exhumed from the Bronze Age and compared those to modern Lebanese people. But the headline was, Bronze Age DNA disproves the Bible's claim that the Canaanites were wiped out. Study says their genes live on in 
modern day Lebanese people. And it points out, points out how the Israelites were commanded to wipe out the Canaanites. And this shows the extreme bias in both academia and media. They never let the facts get in their way. Yeah. No, the underlying part of your whole blog was that they're not even telling the truth about what the Bible says. Yes, God instructed them to get rid of the Canaanites, but they didn't do it. And because they didn't do it, it caused them problems from that point forward. So the fact that they're finding Canaanite DNA today is in line with what the Bible says. It it, it confirms what the Bible says, and they're completely lying about what's in that story. Yeah, that's known in logic as the straw man argument, where Uh you make up your opponent's argument and then knock down the argument you made up for them. Which is completely untrue. You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org. Today, we're looking at supposed errors in the Bible. Carl, you had something on the old uh, translation supposed error of beginning to die. The Bible was not originally written in English, much to some people's surprise. It's not King James English. It It wasn't written there. It was written in Hebrew, and there's a lot of Hebrew words that cannot be translated word for word into English. And a lot of the tenses, uh, the, the grammar, the uh, various uh, syntax has to be used perfectly to understand what really is being said. Now, when God says you will die, in the Hebrew it said, I can't pronounce it, muth, muth, mm-hmm. which basically means begin to die. In other words, Adam and Eve were designed and built to live forever. forever. Yeah. So... In the time that they started to sin, they began to die. They no longer had their immortality. So that was the word. And Eve changed it to die immediately. She only said muth once instead of muth muth. Don't quote me on that. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but Satan corrected Eve and said it muth muth. So even though he was lying about it, he was. At least using the right word. Well, those are the effective lies, the one with a seed of truth. Seed of truth, that's A right. little bit. And that's basically how, of course, we'll get into that later, but Satan talks to Jesus using mm-hmm. parts of the scripture taken out of context. But Eve just plain misquotes it. And that's where a lot of the problems with the so-called Bible contradictions come from, is an improper translation of the original autograph of the Bible. Now, we don't have the original autograph. But we do have very, very, very reliable manuscripts, as uh, shown by the uh, Dead Sea Scrolls. Thank you, Dead Sea Scrolls, and other older manuscripts that are found, and it can be compared. And basically, over a thousand years separates the previously newest uh, manuscripts and the oldest recorded manuscripts that can be found from the Dead Sea Scrolls. So over a thousand years difference, and there's hardly a, a hill of beans worth of difference in how the translations come. In other words, just a few uh, uh, punctuation errors and a, a difference in how a word is used in syntax. In other words, uh, instead of saying howdy, they now say hi or something like <laughs> something that equivalent. So th- there is no defined and proven 
error in the Bible so far. We can't cover all of these today, but there's a huge amount of charges against the Bible. One of the biggest one is contemporary archaeologists will say there was no exodus. The problem is they're looking in the 13th century B.C. when there is no evidence because that's not when it occurred. If you look in the 15th century B.C., you find a ton of evidence for the exodus, including Jericho, including Hazor. In the 18th century, you find evidence of Semitic people in Goshen, where the Hebrews were supposed to be housed. Joseph's estate has been found with his tomb, writings on the plagues. These are completely dismissed by them, even though they all exist. But there are a lot of other claims against the Bible that it claims that the earth is flat. Well, again, that's a translational issue. People just have problems with miracles. Well, that's because they want to write God out of existence. They want to say that science only is naturalistic and anything beyond that is not possible. Again, we don't have the time to go into all these, but if you do background research, if you look at the context, you find out that the Bible is not an error, and you also, when you research history, you find out that history and geology are supportive of the Bible and not in conflict. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A.org. Or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletters. You can also call 210-599-7240 to request having the newsletter emailed to you. Our website also has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That's whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That's Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. SABSA meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. For meeting time and place, please check our website as we are moving from our old meeting place. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to the show anytime by going to the AM630 KSLR website, click on KSLR Podcast, and scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us next Saturday for Believing the Bible. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.